Okay, friends. So today we are finishing, well, not finishing, but continuing. We're not at the end yet. We still have more to go. We're actually about halfway through our book of National Geographic Kids' five-minute baby animal stories. And we've read about apes and turtles and wolves and penguins and elephants and owls. And now we get to read about wombats. Wombats. Now, wombats cannot be found where we live in California, in the United States. No, we do not have them here. They don't live in the U.S. of A. So where are they from? I think the only way to find out is for us to read this story. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Oh, yes, you're right. Okay, so before we go any further... I can point out to our friends, and I'll post the picture on her Instagram, that there is, um, in the picture, there is um, some traffic signs uh, that have three different animals that you don't commonly see walking along the road in California. Kangaroo, kangaroo, mm-hmm. wombat, mm-hmm. and camels? And camels. Let's read the story, shall we? Today's story is read by Mommy and. Mmm. He doesn't. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Are you, you going to be Tyrannosaurus? Wow. He's Tyrannosaurus Rex today, guys. Are you. Re- Whoa, so scary. Um, are you ready for your story, T Rex? Trexy. <laughs> Very good. Okay. All right. Here we go. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. One dark night. A man driving down a busy highway in Australia saw something on the side of the road. It looked like a wombat. Now, the driver stopped to see if he could help it. Sadly, it had been hit by another car. He could not help it, but wait. Wombats are marsupials, like kangaroos. They carry their babies, called joeys, in their pouches. Now, the man knew the pouch opened toward the mother's rear instead of her head. That's how she keeps dirt out when she's digging. And when he looked inside, he saw a tiny clawed paw. Suddenly, it moved. The joey was alive. Did you know that female wombats give birth to one joey every two years? Oh my gosh. Yep. Now, the man rushed the young wombat to a nearby wildlife caregiver. The baby seemed healthy, but he was only about five months old. And in the wild, wombats stay with their mothers for up to two years. And this baby probably hadn't spent much time outside of his mother's pouch. It'd be a long time before he could live on his own. Joeys drink their mother's milk even after they leave the pouch. I know other things that like to drink their mommy's milk too. Humans do. 
as well. Now, the Joey was taken to the Gungaria Wombat Orphanage in Southeast Australia. Did his mommy die? She did. She got hit by a car, which is why it's so important that if you're driving a car, you focus on what you're doing and you pay attention. Was the car driver like, hey, watch out, little wombie? I don't know. But, you know, I can say this much. If you're ever in the car with your mommy and daddy... It's very important that you let them focus on driving and try your best to be as well behaved as you possibly can because you don't want your mommy and daddy to be distracted while they're driving because if they're distracted, they might hit a wombat and that would be terrible, right? Well, I mean, if not a wombat, something similar. Like we don't have wombats in the United States, but we have other things that might be out there. Like, hmm. Exactly. Okay. So, back to this uh, wombat orphanage that's in Southeast Australia. Its founder, Emily Small, named him, ready for this, Bronson. What a cute little name for a wombat. She was his new human foster mom. Emily was already taking care of another male joey named Landon. And like Bronson, Landon had lost his mother in a car accident. Both babies had survived wildfires too. I'm going to guess that the wildfires might have been connected with why their mommies were on the road. They might have been trying to get away from the fire. I don't know. This is all great thinking. Interesting, interesting. Okay. It takes a lot of work to foster a baby wombat. Emily decided to take the Joeys home with her. Emily wrapped the Joeys in a blanket and cuddled them a lot, and this made them feel like they were safe inside their mother's pouches. And she laid them in soft, small cat beds with heating pads, and the Joeys were warm and comfy. And then Emily bottle-fed the babies up to five times a day. She used a mixture similar to their mother's milk. After the Joeys ate, they roamed the apartment. Their claws clicked on the floor as they moved, and sometimes the clicking stopped, and Emily knew one of the babies was eating something he shouldn't. Mmm, because they are kind of like having a pet in the house. You have to be careful that they don't get something that they shouldn't. So, like, if they see an electric core, mm-hmm. and they say, and mm. they think to themselves, ooh, is this a worm? Mmm, you gotta be very careful with that, that's and true. A worm? Mm. I better eat it. Mmm, we don't wanna eat an electrical cord. Mm-mm. Now, here's why. Do you wanna know why they're chewing on stuff? Listen to this. Wombats like to chew with their beaver like teeth. So Emily gave them sticks to keep them busy. Did you know that a wombat's teeth never stop growing? They never stop growing. They chew on things to wear them down, like a beaver or a guinea pig. Um, They constantly have to be chewing on stuff. So she also gave the Joey's grass from the Gungara area to eat. Now, the babies had to get used to this grass and dirt because it's what they would eat after returning to the wild. For much of the day, the Joey's were quiet. They were still babies, so they slept most of the time. They 
makes sense to me. Now, growing takes a lot of energy, but about a month later, another rescued orphan moved in, and her name was Beatrice. Beatrice was a few months older than than Bronson and Landon, and she was wilder, too. Beatrice quickly became friends with the two male Joeys, but she growled at Emily a lot. She didn't trust her human foster mom yet. That stopped once Beatrice learned that Emily would give her food and comfort. And that's kind of true across the board, don't you think? We can growl at someone until we realize, ooh, you're going to be nice to me? You're going to feed me? You're going to give me something soft to snuggle with? I think I'll be your friend. (laughs) Okay. Now, Emily gave the three babies all the health care, milk, and cuddling they needed, but she couldn't give them the kind of company they'd get in the wild. That's why pairing orphan joeys together is so important. It teaches them how to interact with other wombats. So Emily let the joeys do most things they could in the wild, but she did stop them when they started to dig. In the wild, wombats used their long, super sharp claws to dig burrows. But in Emily's apartment, they just scratched the floors and the carpets. And that's probably not good, don't you think? After three months, Emily took the three wombat joeys back to the wombat orphanage to live in an outdoor enclosure with a ready-made burrow. And there, they could dig all they wanted. Orphans usually stay in the orphanage until they are about two years old, and then they're finally released back into the forest where they were born. Did you know that wombats spend most of their lives in their burrows? And I think that's amazing because we spend most of our lives in our homes. Of course, our homes aren't underground. Burrows typically are, but you see my point. We're so much like them. Sometimes wombats that grew up in the orphanage find their way back to visit as adults. And a few of them have even brought their own wild-born joeys with them. Emily hopes to one day see Beatrice with a baby of her own. And that would be wonderful, wouldn't it? Because that means she was safe and sound. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say it. Yeah. Although, you know what I was just thinking as I was looking at these pictures of the baby wombats? Do you know what they kind of remind me of? Do you remember when we read this story about the capybaras a little bit ago? Do you remember those? The, the, the creatures that live in South America? The Peruvian story? Um, I think it was. Yeah, these kind of remind me. This is like the Australian version of that. They're bigger than, than like what we would have here, like a guinea pig. They're a lot bigger. But they... Um, yeah, they're yeah. They kind of, they kind of like look 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 like supersized rodent. <laughs> Those claws and stuff, or um like a yeah like. Or or like if they were as big mm-hmm. as a velociraptor, it might be a velociraptor. I thought you were a Tyrannosaurus Rex. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, would you like to say the end in dinosaur? Good, good job. The end.